a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. many Utah moms in crisis mode as the search for baby formula in a nationwide shortage continues. It really is a problem. Right now on KSL Plus. And Kara, so many parents have questions and concerns about what they can do for their babies right now. Empty shelves. It's scary because there's not really a substitute for formula. Empty bottles. It's a colossal failure. (laughs) Empty bellies. And now it's like completely gone. Like, I have friends, like, calling out of state to their friends. My sister and brother-in-law went to Davis County this morning, and there was none. My sister in Logan, there's none at her. And the ongoing baby formula crisis. This is serious. This is unacceptable. This is a basic need for babies. Something has to be done right now. I'm Matt Rascone, and over the last few weeks, my colleagues at KSL TV have been covering the impacts of the baby formula shortage. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) A small can and a half of baby formula is all Sylvie has in the house, all because of empty baby formula shelves right here in Utah. What's it like to only have that much food? It's scary. There is other baby formula that Sylvia has tried, but it doesn't work. Rose it up. In fact, the formula Sylvie usually uses is completely gone. So she's using this Similac, which still doesn't sit well with Hendrix. He's up all night. We can't put him to sleep. This week, my conversation with Jodell Park, the vendor coordinator at Utah's WIC program. That's the Women, Children, and Infants program. So my role is uh, to create the partnership between Utah WIC and our Utah WIC partner grocery stores, those that accept WIC benefits and redeem them for groceries for Utah families. We talk about what led up to the formula shortage, what the situation currently looks like in Utah, and when parents and babies can expect some relief. What are we seeing uh, at grocery stores right now? Right now, we are seeing, unfortunately, a whole lot of empty shelves. Uh, It's been three months in the making since the formula recall. And honestly, before that, we didn't have uh, fully stocked grocery stores as the result of the early days of COVID. Um, Some formula hoarding that happened then, some supply chain issues that we were looking at over the course of the last two years. So things are pretty rough right now for Utah families. Caring for a new baby can be stressful enough. It's hard to say where we've maxed out on stress between between pregnancy and birthing during a pandemic. As Sally Wright explains, there's plenty to add to that challenge, especially now when you add in that formula shortage. This one just feels like one more on top of that. So this this uh, 
Abbott recall was all sort of piling on top of supply chain disruptions that we were already seeing? Absolutely. It was the icing on the cake. Can you give a brief summary? What, what, what did lead us to this point when it comes to Abbott? Um, well, there are very few infant formula manufacturers um, that are authorized by the FDA and the USDA within the United States, uh, really only four principal uh, manufacturers. So Abbott is one of four major contributors to the supply of infant formula in the United States. And they only have a couple of factories within the United States. And when one of them shuts down, that dramatically impacts infant formula. And Utah is a big, I guess, a customer, would you say, of, of, uh, of Abbott? Absolutely. So the Utah WIC program currently holds their infant formula, formula contract with Abbott, which is Similac Formulas. Those are our go-to formulas, sort of our baseline formulas, um, where we provide WIC families with infant formula. Are, are we measuring, you know, what does our supply actually look like? I know when we go to the grocery stores, yeah, we're seeing a lot of empty shelves. I mean, how, how much do we have right now? So what we do have right now on grocery store shelves is standard milk-based Similac Advanced Infant Formula. Abbott, um, in the early days of the recall, started supplying the United States with this milk-based formula out of their Ireland plant. So we currently do have pretty sufficient supply of the standard milk-based Similac formula. What we are missing is all of the specialty formulas that are for infants with allergies or sensitivities across the whole state. And how big is that group? I mean, are, is, there, is that a significant number who need these specialized formulas? It is. I, I could only offer you the WIC numbers. I don't have statewide numbers, um, but we do know that we have numerous infants within the state of Utah that require specialty formulas. Little McCall is just seven weeks old. Her mother has also instigated the help of family and friends to hunt down her baby formula. It has been really scary. Fortunately, all that help is working, and they are finding the formula they need. Yeah, my parents involved. We've gotten in-laws involved. I have a sister-in-law who her mom is involved to try and help us. These women are not alone. This formula shortage page on Facebook is all Utah women sharing photos and messages about where to find the formula. How many families does WIC uh, work with? Um, so WIC has a fluctuating number of families that we work with. Uh, from month to month, that number changes. Currently, we're working with about 25,000 families across the state of Utah. What are they telling you? What are you seeing when, in your interactions with those families? So in the early days of the recall, we worked really hard to expand the options available for Utah WIC families. Typically, they would be prescribed one particular formula on their WIC benefits card, and that's the only formula they would be able to purchase when they went to the grocery store. But we expanded that with the beginning days of the recall to include just about any formula that you might find on a grocery store shelf so that when families go to the grocery store, they have some flexibility to be able to purchase this brand or this brand or this type or this type, depending on what is or isn't available. If we've heard this word quite a bit over the last couple of years, unprecedented, but I'm seeing it again in describing this current situation. 
yes, we've never seen this before in the infant formula world where we have had such a dramatic impact to the entire market based on a recall. And then right now, there's a lot of families out there that are struggling. Moore joined other members of Congress signing this letter to the Biden administration saying, quote, baby formula shortages are an urgent problem that must be addressed immediately. The letter included a list of questions asking how the FDA is tracking the shortage and what action is being taken. That's what constituents need to know from their government, is what are we actually doing about it? I mean, I've been a dad for... 10 years now, I've never even seen a shortage. Can you describe the efforts that are ongoing, uh, both here locally uh, in Utah, but then also at the federal level? Sure. There, there's a lot that's happening right now. So Abbott is working really hard to make things right. They're on track to open their Sturgis, Michigan plants as early as next week and begin manufacturing shortly thereafter, prioritizing uh, the specialty formula Elicare. Um, that is a, an, a hypoallergenic formula that certain children require to be able to survive. They are also working really hard to rebuild consumer confidence, assuring the general public that all of their products that are on the shelf right now have been screened and meet safety standards so that families can feel confident in feeding their babies and children in Similac products. Um, as far as Utah WIC goes, we have been partnering very heavily with the Department of Health and Service, Health and Human Services to make sure that we are getting accurate information out to the public by way of a provider letter, by way of an FAQ document. We have also partnered with the Baby Your Baby hotline to make sure that those operators have accurate information to support our messaging out to the public when families call for help finding infant formula or asking a variety of questions regarding infant formula. And we are also looking to um, partner with our federal oversight committees to, in any way that we can, work it out so that the state of Utah receives its fair share of infant formula going forward. It's a colossal failure of, uh, of our federal government's uh, trade barriers and, and tariffs, uh, policies that have been misguided for a long time. And, and now it's, it's, it's rearing its head in, in, in the worst of ways. main message is that we understand. We understand how difficult it is to not be able to provide for a baby or a child who is hungry. Um, we're working really hard on your behalf to get formula into the state. We are still offering our breastfeeding support services through our peer counseling teams. If you need or are interested in help breastfeeding, uh, WIC can offer significant support uh, through our clinics. We can refer you to, directly to a manufacturer's hotline where you can request specific formulas for your babies. Uh, I do need to caution that right now, because this issue is so nationwide and even global, that there will be some wait time as you contact those manufacturers. But it, it is a possibility, and they are offering that service. 
number one message out of WIC is to be in close communication with your baby's pediatrician to make sure that nutrition needs are being met and that your baby is healthy and thriving. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask uh, next is, yeah, for those who are just sort of desperate because they really don't have what they need in their pantry, um, go to your go to your pediatrician. I mean, I, I've seen things out there, you know, women trying to um, make their own formula or, or people um, trying to get back to breastfeeding, maybe. Uh, what would you say? So um, there is a lot of information out there. Um, make sure that you're sorting through it to find reliable resources. Um, that, that is one of the reasons why the Department of Health and Human Services and WIC issued our FAQ documents. It is compiled of many different entities that have sound information. The situation here in Utah is pretty dire. Miranda Reynolds is a health program coordinator for WIC and a registered dietitian. Just today, they came out with tips for helping in the search. Talk to your pediatrician to see if other formulas could work. Ask stores about when their shipment is coming in. Shop early in the day. Be flexible with brands if you can. Get family and friends involved and reach out directly to manufacturers. It's a really difficult situation right now and our hearts go out to all, go out to all those families. WIC also looks to resources like the CDC, La Leche League, or the American Academy of Pediatrics for good recommendations about um, any questions that may be out there regarding diluting formula, making your own formula, etc. Please just always work with your pediatrician to make sure that your baby is well and healthy. Meantime, at University of Utah Healthcare, they say call volumes are up. We all look at this as it would be terrifying to be a new parent and to not know if you're going to have the food needed for your baby. And as far as producing more human milk using less formula, they say the advice hasn't changed much. There's no secret drink or supplement. There is nothing that will increase milk production like frequent removal of milk to send the body the signals it needs to produce more milk. That transition is gradual. It's not an instant fix, but they say there is a wide variety of resources here in Utah for moms facing varying challenges during this shortage. With adequate support, a lot of that stress can be eliminated. Is there a, a another, I don't know, another takeaway when it comes to just, I mean, one, one plant shuts down and that contributes to just this wide-scale problem with infant formula. Um, what What's part of the conversation now or what things are, are are we or should we be talking about when it comes to just not having something like that have such an impact? Um, well, we probably ought to be having some conversations about diversification of product, right? So one single manufacturer doesn't uh, monopolize the market completely in one product so that if they have to shut down for any reason, that product is simply no longer available. Um, and or even within manufacturers, there needs to be plan A, plan B, and plan C just in case the fail safes fail. Yeah, because you, you get some of these smaller companies that come up now, my understanding, and uh, the they have some products, but the babies aren't used to it, and they're just a lot more expensive because they're not producing it on a as big of a scale as a place like Abbott. And that is, that is very true. Um, and unfortunately that's the, the business of economy, right? That's kind of how it works that um, sometimes we get 
corporations that that own the market, so to speak, and then they get to drive all of those prices for everybody else. What can we look forward to? I, I, my understanding is Abbott is planning on reopening their plant next week. What what comes next? So we have some good things to look forward to, and Utah WIC is feeling optimistic about the things that are coming. Um, the formula that came in from Germany will be dispersed directly to hospitals, doctors' offices, and pharmacies. It's a hypoallergenic formula that babies with sensitivities require, um, and we support that it's going to those locations and not to grocery stores. This shipment provides enough formula uh, to take care of 9,000 babies and 18,000 toddlers. The most vulnerable children among us desperately need that formula. Now at least we can breathe a little bit. After that, we can expect that Abbott will continue to distribute widely across the United States their liquid and or ready-to-feed formulas. Those come pre-mixed in bottles or in concentrated cans that you reconstitute with water. Those should be a lot more widely available than powdered formulas. And those are a safe and effective option for families. And then after that, we are fully anticipating that Abbott will work its way through the various formulas that it produces um, in in a good and smart order of providing for uh, the most sensitive formulas first on down to their regular standard milk-based formulas and kick them out to grocery stores as soon as they can. Is there a timetable on that? Uh, We are still looking probably at about six to eight weeks out before we start seeing significant relief on grocery store shelves. Okay. Some hope, not as early as maybe some would like. I know. It's, you know what, the most frustrating part of all of this has just been there's, in all of our conversations, we want to believe that there's formula out there that we can just grab and bring into our Utah stores and get it to our Utah families. And it just isn't there. And we are not the only state struggling. This is a nationwide situation. The fear now, how long is this shortage going to last? My baby is only seven weeks old and we're going until a year that she's going to need food. So we're going to need a lot of cans of this. People are struggling and people are scared. Um, One of the greatest assets we have in Utah is our families, our people, right? We look out for each other. Keep looking out for each other. If you see a formula on the shelf that you know one of your neighbors is looking for, send them a quick text. Tell them that it's available at this or that store. Um, We are asking the public, please do not hoard infant formula. And please don't be trying to make a buck right now to to buy infant formula that is so desperately needed and then resell it for a high profit margin um, is really just not acceptable. Babies need formula. So uh, any way that you can contribute to making sure that those formula cans and bottles stay on the shelf so that families have access to them, please do that. The Department of Health anticipates this will continue to be what they call a critical situation for Utah families for the next several months. That does it for us this week on KSA Plus. I'm Matt Rascone. We'll see you again next week.